You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another Thursday episode of Clapback Culture. I'm your girl, Jules Jesse, and I am so glad to be here. And of course, I couldn't do the show without a co-host. So, Rado, welcome back to the show. You already know, Clapback. What's up? How you been? What's up? How was your week? Ah, good week, good week. As you guys know, I always measure a productive and healthy week by negative things not happening. So we had a really good week. Um, I'm excited to see everyone today. Hop into clap back and hop into these topics. Let's get it. Listen, I'm excited. Uh, if you guys don't know, Rado and I, we are on a real weight loss journey, you guys. So you guys got to get get in the mix with us. We're going to start posting a few things on social media. You guys, we, we got this mom and dad body going on. So yeah. we're trying to get the sexy back. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. And we, even in that intro, I was looking at my face and I was like, wow, I was, I was given. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. getting mom body. No, you're still giving. It's just, we call it before we catch a diagnosis. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Before so, uh, Listen, and, and clearly no diagnosis. I did just go to the doctor for, you know, an annual little exam, you guys. And, uh, you know, still everything's still solid. So listen, go out there, get your medical care. You guys be a regular with your doctor, get your blood work done. Just just see where you're at with it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Especially before we go into the holidays. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so listen, we have some things on the menu one story that I definitely want to talk about. Um, I don't know if you've been following this, but have you been following the war uh, between Israel and Hamas? And um, yeah, it has taken over um, our our timeline, mm-hmm. and, and rightfully so. Yes. But one one thing that I there was a video, a viral video that came out of an Arab protester confronting a CNN reporter, mm-hmm. and it went viral because. She was calling out CNN and its reporter on its biased coverage or what she felt was biased coverage. And in the video, um, I really felt like she really hit all the points that she wanted to make. And it caused a lot of conversation on on X, formerly known as Twitter. Um, and also just on Instagram, because I saw it on Instagram. We have the video. I'm going to play the video for you guys. Um, let's watch it. We'll come back and we'll talk about what we think. Let's see. And we stand with the Palestinians and we stand with Arabs and they try and change the narrative because you own the narrative, see? This is our problem. You own the narrative. You own the United Nations. You own Hollywood. You own all these mouthpieces. Where are our voices? Our voices need to be heard as well. We've been watching your channel and instead of mourning our dead,
right, you guys. So that that was a viral clip. Um, and, you know, CNN's chief international correspondent was there on the ground. That's who she was talking to. Um, CNN came out and said, you know, they're glad that that happened um, because that was the purpose of them covering the pro-Palestine point of view. I've been I've been looking on CNN um, and I've been waiting for Western media to really start talking about what's happening. Um, and I think it's it's super important as journalists that we cover both sides of the issue. Um, the Western media really, especially in its onset, I don't believe was covering both sides of the story, which is why we had the Sean Kings, um, which is why we had a lot of um, Palestinian journalists or just individuals um, posting on the ground. Because now if you have one of these, you can be a journalist and you can post and upload. And so CNN, CNN finally um, is showing both sides of this conflict and even with that, my criticism is that some of the videos are edited um, and they're not displaying the full story. And so I, I appreciate that they did have coverage of um, of this uh, pro-Palestinian protest because it is important that someone calls them out on biased reporting because that's not what we want to do as journalists. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, this story has just been like just heartfelt and just touching for us to really just see this thing going on. And you can you can hear from the um, person that was being interviewed. You can see the passion. You could tell that she's out there. You could tell that she's a victim. You could tell she's uncovered, that she doesn't feel safe. And it's just raw emotion. It reminds me of somebody who just knows they're going to die. And I hate to say it like that, but I say it in that way because she depicts a person that's just giving you everything, right? And she's trying her best to really tell the real story. And the real story is that they are being portrayed as the instigators. They are being portrayed as the aggressors. And, you know, if you guys don't know a lot about that population, they're a small fraction. It's almost like D.C. going up against the United States. Um, they're a very, very small fraction. So they have no win. Um, as we've seen, it was swept under the rug that that hospital was bombed last week. Oh, yeah. Um, some in the upwards of 500 doctors and, and, and patients, you know, all of those. The hospital was overcapacitated already due to the fact that um, there was several bombings on the road. So they there was supposed to be a road to freedom, um, a pathway to basically say, hey, you guys can find refuge going down south. And what they did was trick him and kind of bomb that that pathway where innocent bystanders or innocent people were trying to flee. Um, it's been a mess. Um, and, and we continue to just kind of sit back and watch. Um, I have to digress, but I will say that um, while we do talk about um, this situation, our other several wars that's going on in Africa, um, they speak about the wars in Congo and things of that nature. That's that's not really getting um, enough attention. And there's millions of people, thousands of people dying on a daily basis. So I just wish that we can, you know, stop picking sides and really just, you know, in all war. Yeah. Always innocent people on both sides, you know, and I, I see that a lot here um, in Washington, D.C. and other places. There's always innocent bystanders. 
that I killed, hurt, and injured in a higher capacity and higher numbers than the actual perpetrators, the actual ones that's involved in this thing. So my prayers just go out to these families. Um, no one should have to go through this kind of blood, bloodshed at any given time. You, you you hit it right on the, the nail for me. I think my final point in this is that there are innocent victims on both sides, right? In Israel, this is not, the majority of people are not wanting to be at war. Their family, their loved ones are, you know, having to come in and, 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 and still go against um, Hamas, right? Some, you know, there are families that have been kidnapped, um, some released. And so there is a sense of urgency on their side as well that they are under attack, right? Both sides are under attack. And as we obviously see, um, you know, the the destruction in Gaza and just the, I mean, the, the war crimes that are going on there, it is just so much happening um, that you can't, that can't be missed, that cannot be ignored. I mean, another thing about Gaza is that it's heavily populated with children. And so children are disproportionately affected um, in these airstrikes. And so, you know, fortunately for us as Americans, we have the privilege of kind of turning this off on our TVs, um, turning it off on our phone and being able to go back to our daily lives. But my prayers go up to everybody that's involved in this conflict because because this is this is not the, uh, the people's war right yeah. like this is not this is this is government this is politics this is political and so we're mm-hmm. we're standing right now to call for a ceasefire and all of this you guys and we're just praying for the innocent people that are being caught in the storm absolutely absolutely all right uh on another note um time to get crazy <laughs> Get crazy. Time to get crazy. Theme music. What's the uh, name? Listen, I wanted to talk about Jonathan Majors. Um, oh, I cannot wait to dive into this. Let's talk about it. So let's, let's, let's do this. Let's do a little, let's do a little bit of um, I would say back and forth. So you give the facts of the case, and I'll give the opinionated side of it. Let's do that because I have so much for this. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, let me throw up this overlay, you guys. So this is Jonathan Majors um, standing next to his former ex-girlfriend and accuser. Uh, So the new tea on this is that she has been arrested and released um, following a complaint that Majors made that um, they call it a cross complaint where he alleged that he was assaulted by her on, I believe, more than one occasion. So um, this is Grace Jabari. She turned herself into authorities at the 10 precinct in Manhattan on Wednesday. Um, And they released her on a desk appearance ticket. So basically what that means is that she is just required to come back to appear in um, criminal court on the specific date and time that is there. Uh, her lawyer came out and said that, you know, listen, she was charged for this, but we do not feel like she is going to be prosecuted. This is just another scheme from Jonathan Majors trying to do a smear campaign. Um, and we're not going to stand for this kind of thing. Um, and so they feel like it's an unfortunate 
before I turn it over to you, Rado, I want to talk to you about and I want to catch everybody up and remind them what happened back in March. Yeah. So if you guys remember, the initial complaint said that Majors put his hands on her, uh, put his hands on her neck, causing bruising and substantial pain and hit her in the face, leaving a laceration behind her ear. The revised complaint that the Manhattan's district of attorney's office filed later tells the same story from Jabari's perspective, um, but says that Majors grabbed her right arm, placed it behind her body and then twisted her right forearm and middle finger. Um, and then she alleges that he hit her, uh, causing substantial pain and laceration behind her right ear. The charge of strangulation has since been dropped. And he now faces charges of misdemeanor assault, aggravated harassment, attempted assault and harassment. The other it, it, the last background story is remember, they were in a taxi cab and they were fighting over his cell phone, which the fight allegedly started because there was like another woman in his phone or he had a conversation with a woman in his phone. So that's how it got started off. So it sounds to me um that they were tussling over a phone and guess what if you if if so if somebody snatches your phone and you're trying to get it back and you're in the back seat of a taxi obviously there's going to be some movement that it, it doesn't feel good you know what i'm saying so i don't think this is like a domestic violence situation i do believe this is a domestic dispute um and i think that this was obviously taken out of context yeah so i hate everything about the case um initially when it first happened right there was so much ridicule and so much protection um over this caucasian woman and and it, it screams damsel in distress. And I say that because in the, in today's day, allegations is way more powerful and way more important than the truth. Mm -hmm. And why do I say that? I say that because allegations are very attractive into a negative society that we've become. And what happens is with those allegations is that they tell you they take they tell your career apart they tell you apart they tell your family apart and you don't really get a chance to fight those allegations and guess what even when the truth comes out people don't want to hear it they say oh well maybe he's still guilty well oh well maybe it should have happened because people have they have like just developed these endorphins for and the drilling in for lies. Like people mm -hmm. are so caught up on being entertained with anything that they love these allegations, but poor, um, poor John Myers. So he was at the height of his career. Um, you know, obviously he had just did Creed three um, and he was at the very height of his career mm -hmm. um, for her to come out and make these silly allegations was just out of control. If you guys remember the pictures, they was trying to force abrasions. I mean, it was just the most silliest stuff that you'll ever see. Now, what I hate is that I think about so many cases where black men have been involved with white women um, in the past and white women have screamed rape. They have screamed assault. And we have been jailed um, several, several times for these different allegations only to come back and nothing happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I fault him for going to the highest degree um, to 
to try to hold her accountable for her actions. But as you see, the law is not going to hold her accountable. This guy has has lost his career. Trust and believe um, there are so many people um, in Hollywood that won't touch him. And mm-hmm. even with this story turning around and if anything does come out of this, she will still be excused. And white America will still not look at a John Myers film or still look at it in a way because big black men were always viewed as aggressive or as aggressors. Um, we play those roles in movie roles. We play those roles um, in, in every facet in life. And I, I just I feel for him because this guy now he's dating another movie star. Since then, he has been dating Megan Good. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been hand in hand walking in court. And she has been showing a lot of support. Now, I don't know how healthy it is to jump from one relationship to another like that. We really didn't understand where Megan fit in with being in this kind of situation because it, it seems so toxic. Um, she kind of wrapped her hands around him and supported him before the allegations dropped or before we seen in a way that maybe he's not as guilty as he was perceived. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, either way, they're 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 going on strong. And I just hope that the truth can come out in this matter. Um, you know, black men in general just work too hard to get to places in, in Hollywood where we always see or we always hear that we're rejected in places or, or at times. So I just I don't like it. Um, even if this was a black woman doing it to a black man, I'll still feel the same way. But. It is just like, you know, this has happened for a long time. So it's almost like a trigger, you know, because um, we're taught in the black household by our moms and sometimes to watch out for these kind of situations. Right. A lot of times you see black athletes, um, basketball, football, um, you name it, um, in high school that get involved in these kind of situations and are, are jailed, locked up and, and, and sometimes even killed. So. I hate the situation. Um, I really hope that if she's guilty, that she serves time because he will never get that innocence back from his career. I don't care if they come out with a tape and it shows her beating on him. He will never get the innocence that he deserves, you know, because obviously, like I said, these allegations, when they come out, they destroy you. Yeah, that's such the terrible thing about allegations, because to your point, people want there's so much sensationalism around that allegation that they almost want that to be true. And people will use an allegation and to perpetuate the truth yes. um, and, and, and make it true. I think, you know, again, when you have an accuser come out um you know, we, we definitely, it's, it's, it's such a hard line to follow now. Right. Because it's like, you don't want to stand in the line of being like a victim shamer if this happened, but you know, when you read the report and then you see what people are charged with, see what people are convicted of, it's kind of like, you know, we've seen so many stories of, you know, rape victims, for example, that come out and they say, actually that didn't happen like that. that individual is always labeled the rapist, no matter what. No and matter so there what. has to be some accountability yes. for people who make false accusations yeah. um, and, and then are never held accountable because the damage that the that the person receives is unrepairable. Um, yeah. 
And I think, I think Jonathan Majors has lost so much in his career because when you, to say you were strangled. Yeah. And then to say, but then, cause this is the thing. If there was a, a video of them tussling in the backseat of a taxi, mm-hmm. that's totally different in trying to, cause this is the, if someone is trying to get the cell phone out of your hand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's totally different than somebody strangling you and like choking you out into a no count. Because and, and, and who's, who's going to be the aggressor? The person who has the phone, who's really running from you getting in my phone or the person trying to get to your phone? The, the, the initial aggressor is the person who takes the phone from you. Because yes. if, if you have my phone and you snatch it from my hand, yeah. the person who snatches my phone that is the aggressor. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you have no right. It doesn't and guess, matter. And guess what, though? When I snatch my phone away, who's still going to be the aggressor? The the person who will... What's the phone? When you snatch it back. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. If a person wants that phone, they're going to aggressively try to get to that phone. Right. Then, even if you snatch your phone back, they're going to aggressively do everything. Try to, try to get it back. Exactly. So, you know... I mean, they could have read between the lines that Jonathan um, Majors had no intention or no reason to assault, whoop, or do anything to this woman. I mean, if someone wants your phone and you're hiding something, you're trying to get away. You're not engaging anything. So, right, 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 right. It doesn't make any sense to me, you know? I think this is, um, you know, again, when you get the law and because here's the thing especially under those circumstances, you guys, if you are having a domestic dispute, yes, take a breather. Like if you are not like, if you are really not someone who is being physically assaulted, physically abused Mm -hmm. and you're having, and, but you had a physical interaction with your mate, with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your significant other, take a beat, walk away, take a breath because especially when there's alcohol involved, especially if there's, if you're under the influence of any drugs, take a beat because the moment you involve law enforcement, there is so much left on the line. Especially when you're a celebrity, right? Yeah. Because this is the thing she wanted to retract her. If you remember, she wanted to pull back her statement. Like Mm -hmm. she came, she tried to be like, actually like, man, this, it got too out of hand because she woke up the next day and was like, dang, I didn't I, I didn't really see this going far. I didn't meant for this to go that far. You lost like you lost a relationship likely of a person that you really love and care about over a situation that kind of went too far. And so I think it's just important to take a breath. Jonathan has lost a ton. In but, this but can I say this, too, though? I still don't respect her because we live in a day and age where all it takes is for you to hop on your phone, the privacy of your bathroom. And make a statement. She never did that. Oh she, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. She, she, she doubled between, down. It's a difference between trying to retract or feeling away and actually doing it. Um, I will never ever uh, give her um, that kind of sympathy, right, or, or, or that kind of um, back back door. Because at the end of the day, she could have easily addressed the media. The media lived outside of her house for about a month. You know what? You make a very valid point because she had even now she has every opportunity to be like, you know what, you guys, this went too far. Look what happened. Look, look what happened last week with um, the basketball player and with his girlfriend did. 
Yeah. You know, she immediately came out and said, hey, look, guys, this has gone too far. This wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. Yeah. But when the accuser comes out and she's basically doubling down, she means for this to happen. Yeah. It, it's it's a scary thing, man. It's scary. It is. it is. Well, we hope the truth shall set everyone free. The truth shall set you free. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's take a quick break. But when we come back. More accusations. Dwight Howard is making the news for being uh, allegedly sexually assaulting uh, a man. We're going to talk about it. Stay tuned. You're watching Clapback Culture. Hello, it's Marcus Trufant here. And for the month of October, Burgermaster and the Trufant Family Foundation are coming together. The Trufant Jalapeno Burger is great. It's going down in a portion of each burger sold is going right back to the community. Go Hawks! (laughs) Let's make it happen. It's an epic celebration of music, togetherness, and hope. A Broadway musical like no other. This is as good as it gets. Hades Town. Playing the Paramount Theater October 31st to November 5th. Tickets at stgpresents.org. Get ready for a night of solid gold. With the Temptations. Four tops. Same night, same stage. The Temptations and the Four Tops together live. Kick off the holidays with Irving Berlin's White Christmas at the Fifth Avenue Theater. Music, dancing, and a real snowfall at every performance. Buy tickets now for the whole family. White Christmas at fifthavenue.org. Welcome back, you guys. Listen, a new story that's coming across your headlines is about Dwight Howard. Um, He is facing sexual assault allegations. And very interesting. um, There is there. It is a civil lawsuit, Mm -hmm. um, not a criminal lawsuit about the sexual assault allegations. So let me go ahead and give you guys the background on this. So this is Dwight Howard, you guys who don't know, um, you know, huge NBA uh, star, you guys, I think a a champion winner, all those things. I'll let Rado tell you guys about it. But Dwight Howard has vehemently denied the accusations um, by the Georgia man who says that he was he was sexually assaulted by him. Um, and he's saying that everything was consensual. In a response filed this week by uh, Howard's attorney, uh, Howard described this 2021 encounter um, at his home in the suburbs. And he says it was consensual and he has requested that this case be dismissed. Well, Har- you know, of course, uh, Harper, the, the individual, the accuser in this case is saying that he met Dwight Howard on Instagram and they exchange explicit text messages before arranging to meet up at Dwight Howard's home 
in July of 2021. While on his way to the house, Harper says that Dwight Howard sent him a text and was like, hey, is it cool if another man or woman joined in their, you know, sexual, their planned sexual encounter? Harper says that he told Howard he wasn't interested. But when he got there, that Harper uh, had another individual there who identified themselves as Kitty. Um, Harper says that Kitty uh, was a man dressed as a woman um, and that the two of them uh, sexually assaulted him and that he tried to resist both the, both men, um, but that they forced him to participate in sexual activity. Uh, he, Harper says that he was trapped in Howard's bedroom and believed that he would suffer imminent bodily harm if he resisted Dwight Howard's sexual advances. Um, he felt extremely violated and humiliated and was completely in shock after the encounter. Moving forward a year later, uh, Harper filed a police report in Gwinnett County um, to talk about the assault. And this is when this all started taking place. So the interesting thing to me about this is social media is so caught up on the fact that Dwight Howard is sleeping with men. Mm -hmm. um, but what's more interesting to me is that, okay, regardless of Dwight Howard's sexual orientation, right? If he's gay, if he's bisexual, he must be bisexual because he has a ton of kids with women. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, this is a civil lawsuit. And it's a civil lawsuit, I think, because Stephen Harper, the accuser, could benefit more from a civil lawsuit compared to a criminal suit because there is less that you have to prove. The accuser only needs to prove 51% that the defendant caused damage. So is this, do you believe the accuser? Do you think this is a money grab? Or do you think that because of Dwight Howard's celebrity status, that it would be much harder for a victim of sexual assault to even bring on criminal, uh, criminal charges? Or do you think there's just not enough evidence there to prove the claim? Well, so, I mean, there's so many different angles that come from this. I agree with everything you said. The first part is that a lot of a lot of a lot of young boys and a lot of men is extremely disappointed in his behavior. Right. And this is not a, a chance. to Ooh, get, uh, Dwight Howard. No, no. Yeah. Dwight Howard. OK. So this is not a chance to gay bash or anything like that. The see. What we have to understand, right, is that straight people don't really care so much about what individuals do um, sexually. It's not about, but every time you talk about it, people say, oh, you're homophobic, you're homophobic. No. The problem is, is when you come across as a straight man, but you won't, you know, won't tell people that you are gay or that you are seeing men. And he still haven't even come out to say, hey, guys, I am bisexual or I gay. He's still just denying it. Right. So that's where the disappointment comes in, because he comes off as so masculine. And before I get bashed, yes, you can be gay and you can be masculine, but you, you should at least stand on what you are. Right. And he's running from it. Um, and he's always been very weird in this in that sexual orientation part, because he had a lot of his children, mom signing NDAs. He has a ton of kids. He has probably over 10 kids, but no one 
ever sees him because he's never doing anything with those kids, right? Now, let's get to the Hopper guy. This is a classic case, right, of blackmail. This is a classic case of somebody who has been texting or saying little things to Dwight Howard for over some time mm -hmm. to be able to get money out of him. This was just the last straw with Dwight not giving this guy money. Now, let me tell you why. Now, the first thing is no one waits a year, right, to come out and just say I was just violated and raped. They only do that to people that they know they could benefit and get money from, right? And then the second part about this thing is that, of course, I know, Jules, you said that, hey, he could benefit more from a civil. But guess what? Filing a criminal complaint doesn't stop you from being able to file a civil. So yeah. if you really feel... If he really felt that he was violated that way, he would have filed the criminal criminal complaint. And then if that wouldn't have worked, then he would, have, of course, filed the civil or did both. Like most people do. We see what just happened to Blueface, right? Mm -hmm. Blueface mm -hmm. owing an access of 13 million and another 10 million for X, Y and Z just for for pulling out a gun and, and discharging it um, in an area. So it's a it's it's a it's a wild story for. Uh, Dwight Howard, you know, I call him, I, I will label this situation, I label him as a super freak, you know, just somebody who is just too super freaky. Mm -hmm. This guy came and brought a um, transgender individual um, into the room um, named Kitty, right? Um, <laughs> forced himself, and I don't think that Hopper was forced. I do believe that maybe he didn't want to do it, maybe he wasn't attractive, maybe he could have been on a down low himself and didn't want people really knowing what was going on and um, got into a room, but I don't believe for whatever reason that, that Ms. Dwight Howard this wasn't, that this wasn't consensual. Oh no, you're going to do this. It's not, I don't think that was the case, but I do, <laughs> I do think that he was in this situation. He went through with the sexual act. He maybe wasn't fairly compensated, but this world is so greedy in a way where they will see dollars on a person and they just want those dollars. You have to understand, this guy has been living a life um, having to protect his image, protect who he is, and protect his pockets since he's been playing basketball in middle school. Right. Everybody and maybe even longer than that. Yeah. All, everybody wants something from the athlete. So, I, you know, I, in that kind of way, I feel for him. But I, I just feel like his, 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 his sex drive was just getting out of hand. Um, he's just getting bored at this point. He'd have been through all the women. Now he's trying men. Now he's trying um, <laughs> transgenders uh, so he can get a little bit of both. He's just doing a lot. You know what I'm mean? saying? Like, he can just calm himself down. He's what, going to the lawsuit. What's the, I was going to, hold on, not to interrupt you, but what is the, what's the name of the athlete who kept going after the Instagram models and calling them massage artists? Oh, that was Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun okay. Watson. These two don't compare. For well, one, here's, here's the comparison I want to make. Mm -hmm. This sexual appetite that we're talking about is can actually cause you a lot of trouble. And I think oftentimes when we see celebrities in a position of power, when they are not having obviously consensual sex, it, and let's just say that this was consensual sex. If you, if they are having consensual sex and they're, and they have this huge celebrity status, when you're in bed with people who don't know how to, um, 
who don't have your best interest at heart, you, you play it. You play a, a crazy game. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you leave yourself open for all of this. And I think Dwight Howard, um, because he is not a man, he is not an openly bisexual male and never openly discussed his sexual orientation with the world for whatever reason. Mm-hmm this individual is more susceptible to uh, blackmail, right? Because he is trying to protect his image. If this were, um, if this were a woman in this situation, obviously there wouldn't be so much uh, like sensationalism around there, right? It would be more how we just talked about Jonathan Majors. It would have been like, what's really going on here. When you have that celebrity status and these in sexual assault is tied to that, regardless of it's man or woman, it's mm-hmm. gonna be like blown up. But especially because we did not know Dwight Howard's true sexual orientation and what he liked um, in his bedroom. And that's a private place. And I think when you are, you know, a former Lakers player, right? And you are in, a fully dominant masculine world, there is no room for a seven foot black man in a straight world to to live in his truth comfortably. Like he would not have been as accepted into the locker rooms in the NBA. Like he wouldn't have. No, he, he wouldn't have. Behind this, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he, he wouldn't have. Been. And at this point, he won't be. The truth for the and, and that's and the honest thing is, is there there is there is no place unfortunately, for somebody like Dwight Howard to live in their truth. And I think it's super foul that if this isn't true, I think it's super foul of Harper to expose Dwight Howard's sexual orientation out like that. It's blackmail for sure. It's blackmail. And that's not cool. Like Blackmail for sure. Which which is why Dwight Howard makes his baby mother sign those NDAs because he Mm -hmm. never wanted anybody to come out and expose what he liked in the bedroom because look at the casualty in that like mm-hmm. he's never gonna be in like no it, he's not gonna be revered by his colleagues in the same way so the, the the sad part about it is that he was going to so um his last year in the nba was last year and he haven't been picked up by a team he's been playing in china Right. So he worked out for Golden State. And, um, you know, obviously it was up to the players. I don't, it, it, it wasn't that it didn't work out. It was still an ongoing process. Um, but as of now, um, he won't be back in the NBA. You know, one, because of the allegation. And I'm not just going to say Dwight Howard. I'm going to say celebrities, period. Celebrities don't have a place to be victims, right? Because right. The, the best way to be entertained is to take an allegation and use a celebrity to amplify it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening in this situation. Um, first of all, he's a seven-foot guy, right, who identifies as a straight masculine male, but that's not so much the case. So that's the first problem. Again, I will say this again. His sexual orientation is his sexual orientation. Straight people can care less about what a person's sexual orientation is. The only time that we care about a sexual orientation is where it conflicts with who you are 
in that role. So when you can't do manly things anymore because of sexual orientation, then maybe we have issues. When you can't do feminine things in those feminine roles, then sometimes we'll have issues. But we're in a, we're in a, in a place where the world accepts um, anyone that is queer in any kind of way. And, um, you know, I'm still learning to be um, very sensitive and learn the verbiage and be able to say things respectfully to that population. So I hope I'm um, saying those things the right way in respects to the whole um, queer population. But what I'm saying is when it comes to um, Dwight Howard, no one's going to respect him in any kind of way until he pick a side. And I'm well, obviously his side, he's, he's picked the side. You know, we're just coming out. Your point. I think you're right. I think there are straight people. Yeah. Right. Because the queer world is going to accept him. Yeah. Uh, I, they're going to accept him with open arms. But I think there is a part of society as a whole that wants you to pick a side. And I think you have to. You have to. There is no there is. And, and that's a problem. That's a big debate. Right. That and is it's a big debate. Need to have yeah. somebody up here from the um from that prop from the population that the, the queer population that come up here and really speak on that because the way that straight people feel is that once you cross over you can't come back you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um and it's not so much of a scar it's just saying that is that if that's what you want then now you are bisexual or gay or whatever the case may be um whatever it is that you identify as but it just took it just took everybody by storm you know, you got this seven foot black guy that identifies as being masculine and straight and he comes out being otherwise. So it's just shocking to the world. Everyone's taking it a different way. He's online making fun of it. And it's really he's not standing on it. He's basically yeah. when a person says that, oh, it's my business. It's nobody else's business. You're basically saying yes. It's people. I, think, I, I would agree with you in that. I wish that Dwight Howard would take this opportunity to really live in his truth. He got to come out. It's, it's, he's out. Right. Point, he just needs to stand inside. His shadow has already took a, a, a step forward. He just needs to stand in and say, hey, I'm here with you. That's it. Guess what? And I think that he would, I think the floodgates of support would totally come out for him. And Absolutely. I, the, the yeah. fact that he's like still kind of in this, like what I do in my bedroom is private your bedroom behavior is no longer private because it has been exposed because someone is saying that you sexually assaulted them. So now your business is on front street. Now, if he wants to continue to keep it private, if you will, then, you know, so be it. But I, I think it, I think this is just such a great opportunity for him to be able to kind of start unraveling and unpacking Everything that he's been holding oh, man, in. Got, it's it's too many pro it's too much going on with the whole population. It's too much support there. It's to the point where I don't even enjoy speaking on these subjects. Like at first it used to be if you said things about black and white, right? It was like, oh my God, you can't speak like that. You can't say those things. You you'll be canceled. Now, and if you say anything in the wrong context. Um, or, or even say anything remotely offensive, whether you know it's offensive or not, you're canceled, you're yeah. a gay basher and all this other stuff. So I haven't even become comfortable with even speaking um, to people who really identify in that way or speaking about it because 
straight people don't really have a, a place anymore to just be straight and stand in it and say that I want my kids to be straight. I want my family to be straight. I enjoy being straight because then now you are, you know, you're now gay bashing or you're now not being open or accepting to that community. And it just goes on and on. But I think we can create a healthy space up here and get people from those different kind of communities to kind of talk about how they feel, what that looks like and how to educate us a little better. Right. I yeah. think I, I would I would like that one day. I think that's I think that's a fair point. And I think, um, you know, I think you're right. Straight people who do not know a lot about the queer world and the LGBT community oftentimes will feel like I don't know. I don't want to I don't know what to say, so I'm not going to say anything at all. I didn't even say LGBT, LGBTQ community because it's something else at the end. They have like a plus something else. I didn't even want you hear. I keep saying queer. I didn't (laughs) want to get that wrong because it's it's that plus something else for the for transsexual. Right. They got they have some additional things added on. So I'm like, just <laughs> you like to stay away from it. Yeah. Right. Listen, I think that um there is a part where and listen to your point, we're gonna get somebody else on here who's a, a topic expert, but I really do wish that Dwight Howard would feel comfortable enough at this time to use this opportunity to um to really just be free in who he is and, and maybe But maybe a part of his freedom is that he doesn't want to disclose like he just doesn't want to talk about it, but it's not going to go away. And I think that people when their secrets um, are exposed on a platform such as this, I think it's just a great time for you to just be able to live in your truth. And then you just see so many other great things happen. Like, look at little Nas X, like when little Nas X came out. He exploded like yeah. he just I mean, he exploded the whole population is like, we accept you. Let's go. And yeah. look, his whole platform was just totally. Amplified. He's a super freak, too. He's super freaky, too. So we, got, <laughs> we got these guys as extra horny, super freaky. That's that's how he is. I mean, they're openly like that. So, you know, the white this. I mean, you got no choice now. Just let the people know who you are. Come on out, do your thing, Slam. We can we can honestly care less. <laughs> you know, the guys in the locker room not gonna want to be naked around you, stuff like that, maybe because they don't know what you want. And obviously, so and this this is my last point, right? Because you know, one thing that I'm doing good, so leave it at a good note. No, 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 I am because I hear like a lot of uh, if, like if 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 someone was here, right, and they were queer, they would say, oh. That's the one thing I really hate. We don't, all guys don't want all guys. You know what I'm saying? It's not about That's that. That's true. Very true. I respect that. But in this instance, someone in the locker room can, can definitely argue the fact that they don't know if the White House want them or not. In this kind of scenario, when you have all this going on, guys in the room who say they didn't want to, you forced them, you brought out Kitty and all this. We don't know what you went to. You throw it too much. So you, we do not want you naked in the locker room with us because we don't know what you want. I think in this instance, we can go with it. <laughs> I think, you know, the locker room is such a terrible place just in general, but yeah. listen, I, I'm not, I'm not going to touch that. But listen, he and that is why Dwight Howard never came out. There you go. All right, let's get to the next topic because we still got two left. All right, we still got two left. I had a video. It's a little bit long. I'm going to play a little bit of it. 
and then I'm going to cut out because I want to talk to you guys about Caesar Pena um, and the allegations that him and DJ Envy um, were a part of this Ponzi scheme um, in this quest for real estate. So I'm going to play the video. I thought we had one before that. We just gonna go. We just gonna skip the other one. Go straight into this. And this is this is what we got. What what okay. other topic? Okay, I thought we was gonna touch on um, touch on what's her name, Carlene. Uh, who was that? That wanted Carly to- Russell. Yeah, wasn't it? Um. Oh, you told me it was old, so I didn't. Oh, you took it off. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it because that's kind of crazy to see if we could go ahead and, and get her to pay for that. Uh, pay for the truth. <laughs> Listen, we well, if you want to talk about it, we can. We can talk about senior uh, Caesar Pena next week. So, in fact, that's actually a good topic because it's shorter. So let me go ahead and and talk to you guys about that. Do I have a cover for it? No, I don't. Listen. Talk about Carly, I'll go ahead. Oh, well, listen, Carly Russell, you guys, is back in the news. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about this last week. I wanted to bring it to you guys last week, but we didn't have a show about it. But Carly Russell, um, she was fined $18,000, you know, because of her whole disappearing act. Um, that is, that's kind of crazy. That, that least amount for all of that. But keep going. Well, because it was a 48 hour disappearance. So I guess they ca- did the math to say how much it costs like in personnel. But she was charged with uh, false reporting to law enforcement and falsely reporting an incident. Uh, political commentator and television personality Candace Owens, you guys know her for all of her ret- rhetoric with Kanye West. Um, and she's uber conservative, super conservative. Um, and she is sending an offer to Carly Russell to say, listen, <laughs> if you tell us you where was- you went during the time you were missing, I got you on that $1,000 fine. Yeah, that's that's com. Listen, if I'm Carly Russell, I would do a sit. Well, Candace Owens is going to fry you. So fry. you better be ready. Do not sit down. Do not sit down. Please do don't do it. it. She will, she's gonna fight be so nice to you the whole time. As soon as you sit down, she's gonna go from let's get into so, it. Carly, <laughs> oh, listen, one thing about Candace Owens is she's gonna read you for filth, like yeah. she is going to get down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. I don't, that it ain't, it ain't, this is not a good look for you, Carly. You don't want, you don't want it. You don't want to do it with Carly. But listen, if you want to sell your story, Carly, because somebody will pick it up. If yeah. they'll pay your fine and give you a little something moving forward, listen, do she it. it. She's going to do it because she's desperate and her man gone. He's gone. Uh-huh. So she she got to be able to get the bag from somewhere. Before we do go into the clap back, you know a story we, we should have talked about as well that would have been fun. So I don't know if you heard about um, Summer Walker. Summer Walker <laughs> sit up there and imitated Krishan Rock. Oh, and Krishan came back a sad and salty. Did you see that Summer Walker put the baby on her head? It was like <laughs> well, the thing is, okay, you guys. So for those who haven't seen it, uh, Summer Walker took to TikTok and did an impersonation of Krishan Rock. 
hundreds of people on TikTok had did the same, you know, because on TikTok they have the voiceover. So hundreds yeah. of people already did this voiceover. Summer Walker joined in in the fun, except Krishan said, listen, your platform is too big. You made me feel a way. But I'm like, no, no, she, she used the word and said she was triggered. I mean, it's just another way to try to get some bread. No one cares, right, when it's, when it's somebody that you don't know. But because right. it's Summer Walker now, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, crazy. I feel some type of way. I but, thought it was hilarious, and I hate it. Summer Walker went all the way down to the fact that she got the fake tooth that covered the tooth. She looked just like Krishan. And I wish that we would have planned to have this on the show because I would have had Jules do a, a um, show you guys the video. But the thing that made it so funny is that if you guys know, everybody talks about Krishan not really being, I don't want to use the word a good mother, but not a seasoned one. So there's a lot of mistakes she's making as a new mom, right? Um, with having her baby out, the way she holds them, she's like just kind of loose, right? She doesn't seem like a mother that's like really secure. So she kind of scares people. So one of the things Summer Walker was doing, she was mishandling. She had a a, a small baby, right? A, a, a puppet. And she was just like going crazy with the baby, had the baby on her head, doing this, the baby falling. Like it was crazy. So I understand why Krishan was triggered because there was a lot of truth in that video. And I yeah. think she was able to finally see herself. I think before because nobody really responded. She was like, okay, it is what it is. People just talking. But for a celebrity to do it, I think it really woke her up that she is really um, coming off as somebody who's not well. Some She's really, she she's sober. When you see a celebrity do it, it confirms that you are looking like an idiot to the world. And I think for her to see that, it was like, wow, you know? I, I well, there's a couple things. Summer Walker has imitated and like basically like dogged other celebrities out. So Krishan is not exempt from the smoke. Like Summer Walker is definitely gonna come for you. And she went, she went in, like she did not hold back in this video. Um <laughs> And she and she defended her comments and she's like, listen, don't take my humor seriously. Like I like I like comedians like Dave Chappelle. So she don't go all the way. If if I'm Summer Walker, though, guess what? You better be ready to face Krishan outside in these streets because Krishan still got some hands like let's not get it messed up. So Summer, Ooh, I hope you're ready so to defend in back of your comment. Summer got a little age too. Right? I don't think she saw it ain't about being soft. You know exactly what Krishan Rock did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know. Like she stand on business. So <laughs> stop, stop, Liz. <laughs> stand on business. I'm saying your man Birdman said you better stop playing. <laughs> hey, Krishan still from Baltimore, baby. Stand on business. I'm standing on business. She's known for fighting. So I just hope, like, Summer, keep that same energy, sis, because Krishan will crush you, bro. Like, it, it, you might get it. Ain't, this is it. This is the clap back. It, we only got two minutes left. Well, just introduce us. You want to keep that for next week, then? We'll keep it for next week. Keep it for next week. Well, introduce it a little bit for these three minutes because you know it's going to be more to come out so we can follow up next week and finish it. 
Okay, so listen, you guys, pull, start doing your research on Caesar Pena. He is uh, allegedly a real, a, allegedly a real estate mogul who um, allegedly was a part of a Ponzi scheme, right? And I'm using allegedly because he hasn't been convicted yet, but the, he clearly was involved in a Ponzi scheme. And DJ Envy is being named in the case because he was a promoter of uh, Pena's like whole brand. Like they partnered, they were business partners. And so it was this whole thing about them flipping houses in New Jersey. Well, a number of real estate um a number of investors, not even just real estate investors, a number of investors, rich, wealthy individuals that came from the pipeline of DJ Envy, right, invested no less than a hundred thousand to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, all the way up until half a million dollars in multiple different properties. They did not see their money back. And here's the kicker: there is a Listen, we don't have enough time to even go through this. So pull it up, you guys. Do your research. We're going to come talk about it next week. And I want to get your thoughts. Is DJ hey, should he be held accountable? Hello, DJ Envy made a statement. His lawyer came out and said he will be cooperating fully. <laughs> Stand on fitness. <laughs> Listen, that's our show tonight, Rado. When you're not here, oh, you're well, I'm not here, guys. You guys can catch me at Rado 007. That's R O D D O E 007. Um, that's my handle for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also what's the other one? TikTok and, and Gmail. Not least, Gmail. That's what I'm all right, y'all. Uh, Treasure and Jewels on Instagram and Twitter. Also, TikTok. Pull up. Follow me. Let me know what you want to talk about next week. Until then, stay peaceful. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.